two really tough road games where I thought we really showed some grit, some toughness, uh, and really kind of some mental strength in, in finding ways to, to kind of pull away. Um, and in both games, we, we faced, some, I think, some serious adversity as far as um, really good players on other teams. Um, Denasia Hood, Kennedy Taylor, Texas State, I think are two all-conference kids. Um, that was our first taste of Amari Young. And um, obviously she, uh, she proved to be pretty, pretty tough to stop and scoring their first 12 points. Um, and then, you know, we've, we've, you know, made some adjustments and, and, you know, stepped our game up a little bit, but two just really tough road games for us. And um, I'm proud of how our team stayed together and pushed through and, and you know, found a way to win, which is what we were doing earlier in the year. Uh, we'll start with Dave. Coach, can you just talk a little bit more about kind of the resiliency of your basketball team? Um, having lost that three of four during that stretch and, and kind of struggling a little bit and even being here on the road and, and playing teams that you're tied with for second at the time. Um, you mentioned a lot of adversity in these last couple of games. How about just the, the mindset of your team, the resi- resiliency of your basketball team right now? Yeah, it's, it's um, and I'm not trying to get ahead because it, it doesn't get easier, right? You got to go to App State and win now, but um, yeah, that's what it's exactly what it was, Dave. It was a resiliency that um, you know ODU goes up on us six points in overtime, and we foul out our starting center, right? So how are you going to respond to that? And and I actually think the foul out allowed us to huddle, and it, it got us just a second to take a breath and to look at the time, and it was like we had four minutes. It's like plenty of time. And that's where I think our mindset is. That's what's impressed me so much. And that, that's, a te- that's not me, man. That, that's a testament to their leadership and, and how they've banded together. And, and Kiki is responsible for it. Caroline Germain is responsible for it. Um, Peyton, Peyton is a, is a, has had a great mindset. Um, down the line, I think Kobe's had major contributions to, to just attacking each day with, with the right level of enthusiasm to prepare yourself. And then, you know, um, really banding together and, and you know, I use this example, Dave. So, you know, last year I was watching BYU play some high major team. And, you know, at one point in the game, it was a minute to go in the game, tie game or down one or something like that. And they went to huddle. They, they got a free, they had fouled on the shot. They went to huddle and their team was so close in the huddle. It was almost like they were touching cheeks to each other. And I showed it to our team. I said, does that make you uncomfortable? And last year, a lot of people said yes. And there was a moment in the Texas State game when it was similar scenario. Uh, I think we were up to and under a minute to go, 20 seconds to go, and same huddle. I mean, you could see, like, we, we, had, we had almost cheeks touching. And it's like, that's, that's, I think, where we're at. That's what I believe that where we're at. And, and that's, that's togetherness. And I think togetherness and trust builds resiliency and builds um, – you know, toughness too, and, and and mental strength, right? If you if you know and trust what Caroline has done or or is doing, you know when you're down and Caroline's trying to pick you up, you're listening to it, and that's where I think our trust uh, has really has formed, and I think it's making us more resilient. And obviously, Kiki had a huge game against ODU, and she's been playing great here down the stretch, and she's your go-to, but. It just seems like you've got other kids stepping up too late in games. I mean, Susha had the big bucket to close regulation that put you ahead before they tied it. And then Caroline had a career high and hit big buckets for you. You're having other people contribute despite Kiki. I mean, being Kiki, aren't you? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, and, and, you know, Caroline's 14. We, we needed every one of them, right? And I thought they were huge buckets. 
Um, you know, we, we came out in the second half, like with a purpose to try to get Sushi the ball uh, because she's such a, she's such a high level scorer inside. Um, and then, yeah, my, you know, of course, of course I still jam it to keep as much as I possibly can. Cause she's that good. But, um, you know, really the unsung hero for me in this one was, was Kobe. Right. And, and that, um, you know, the, the pass, the play at the end, Dave, I wish I could take full credit for it. I drew it on a, on a, on a board. Okay. But they, but they saw what was open and they made the play. And that's, that's what I want to coach. I don't want to coach robots that have to do the play that I exactly said. Now you want to execute, right. But part of that play was Kobe was wide open. Caroline said, well, I'm going to throw it to Kobe. And Kobe didn't shoot a mid-range jump shot because she was nervous. She looked up and saw Sushi cut into the basket and made the play, right? And so um, that that bucket to get us the lead for ODU, and then Kobe essentially hits the the go-ahead basket with, I, I can't remember how much time, a minute to go, um, where she was trying to get it to Kiki. They denied Kiki, and she made a play. And that's where, like, yeah, she's only four for six for the game. But um, her ability to step up, Caroline's ability to step up, Susha's ability to step up, um, even, even you know, and now you're having Jamia, Steph, you know, Peyton didn't have a great game, but Peyton's on the floor being attended to by, by one of their better defenders. Um, and so, you know, I just think it's, um, you know, Kiki has a wonderful game. And obviously, I mean, 30 points in, in that environment where, you know, she's on the top of their scouting court is, is ridiculously impressive. Um, but I agree with you. She can't do it alone. And we're, we're really having people, um, you know, kind of growing confidence and belief in each other. Uh, and I think, again, I think that comes back to t- togetherness and the belief and the trust. And that um, when Caroline goes for that shot, nobody's smacking their teeth and rolling their eyes like you shouldn't be shooting that. Right. It's like, all right, let me go get the ball or let me do my next job. And so um, I agree with you. I think we're having people step up and it's, it's been, uh, it's been really enjoyable to watch. And, you know, you know, who appreciates it the most Kiki Jefferson. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, 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 it's, it's been really enjoyable to watch just the growth of it. Right. And, and watching people step up and make different plays. And, and last one for me, do you feel like you kind of got back to your defensive identity these last couple of weeks? Um, yeah, I tried to never get away from it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, for us, we, 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 we've just done a couple of different things. So we, we're, you know, we're, we're mixing it up a little bit more. Um, we've played a little bit more zone um, than usual. And that, that's not necessarily what I want to do. But it's it's been the right thing for the matchups that we've had. Um, so we we you know we played a little bit more. Dave, I'll finish. I don't know where I got cut off, but yeah, we're playing a little bit more zone. But you know, even at, at halftime of the Old Dominion game, they were shooting fifty six point nine percent, if I'm not mistaken. And that's not our identity. That was the first and, and majority of what we talked about in the locker room was like, no, 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 that, that's not who we are. That's, we're not going to, we're not going to trade baskets. And I, I think we are only down two or three. I can't remember, but um, it's not who we are. You know, we, we've got to be much more stingy on the defensive end. And we're, we're not going to be, I don't think an overly great defensive team. We just, you know, I don't, I don't know for that athletic, um, but we got to be stingy, you know, and, and we can't give up anything easy. And that some, some days, you know, Amari Young is going to get to her spot. And that's just who she is as a player. It's okay, but let's make it really hard. And I think for the most part, we've done that. I thought we did a good job on Denasia Hood on Thursday at Texas State. Um, so for me, yeah, I mean, it was um, – you could say getting back to it, but I honestly never left it. I just think we had some teams exploit us, and, and we had to make some adjustments as a staff.
All right, and next we'll move on to Shane from the DNR. <clears throat> yeah, um, you talk about, you know, where this group is now uh, with togetherness and, you know, mentality and everything. When you come off a game like that where it, it had everything, basically, you know, overtime, rivalry, big plays on the road, all, all that stuff, and it might be like a letdown for a lot of teams coming back this week, but you guys still have a lot to play for here. Is yep. it you right now who's kind of uh, pushing that, like, more? Or, or is your team kind of aware of, like, where you guys stand right now? What's well, funny, um, Shane, I've debated on this quite a bit. And, you know, for, for me, it's um, – my, my mantra, all, you know, this whole year is, is – especially of late, right, especially when we came off those four of six losses – we just started really buying into playing one game at a time. And, and I know, I know that's coach stuff. Right. But like, that's really what we bought into was like, no, don't, don't look at anything else. Don't, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters other than app state tomorrow. That's it. So like, you know, I, I hit them before Texas state. A lot of people were hitting me with, oh man, this is a big weekend coming up. Well, yeah, it, they're all big. If you win, you advance higher in the standings. If you lose, you go, you go lower. And so for me, I think everybody, they, they kind of go through that in their own journey. Uh, am I going to sit here and, and kind of like put pressure on our group to be like, hey, you can do this. And you no, man, I think that distracts what you're trying to do, which is tell me about Emily Carver and how you can't leave her on the three point line. Tell me about Janae Sanders. Right. Like, don't worry. None of that other stuff matters, should matter to our team right now, other than let's play these 40 minutes, you know, with this with resiliency, with toughness. Uh, with confidence, um, that sort of thing. And I, I think you can't be in this world, right, <laughs> and not know a little bit about what's going on because it's out there, right? Somebody's going to tweet it or somebody's going to say it or, or you know, somebody. So, so I, think, I think you're naturally going to know it. It's not something we're going to, um, you know, I think we, we always got something to prove since, since the moment we were picked sixth in this league. So for me, I, I think I'd rather focus on on that um, than, you know, almost the mentality of like having something to lose. That's not where we are. You know, we're we're not we're not in that sense. We're we're chasing this thing, man. And and you know, I, I think we we had the right mentality, uh, especially last weekend, and um, that we were going. We were you know we're the underdog. We're playing two teams that were picked ahead of us. That's the bottom line. Um, and so you know, I, I just think finding different ways to view this thing. You know, we're not going to sit here and, and, um, and talk about that stuff too much, but we're going to talk a whole lot about App State and what we got to do to beat them. Yeah, and um, you know, some more about Caroline. I don't know. Are, you might be clairvoyant because, uh, you know, you use the exact number for, before the season started that sometimes she'll get you 14, and I think uh, that's what she ended up uh, doing a couple times here. Is this part of that pendulum that you talk about where it's swinging towards her now or is she just getting that much more comfortable on offense with taking those shots? Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, um, you know, that that's never, and, and I'll, 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 I was the first one to tell her after the game, I was proud of her, but at the same time, it's like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to be proud of you because you made some shots. Like your job is to play really good defense and, and you're responsible for our, for our flow. Right. You're responsible for our tempo. Um, and if you make shots, it's, it's a bonus for me, really. And, and she knows that. And so um, it was great for her to, to she's shooting the ball a lot better, uh, but it was great for her to have some of that kind of um, 
pendulum, right? Because, you know, are people going to consider playing off of her or anything like that right now? You got to be, you think twice about it. Um, so for me, yeah, I was glad she got to do it, but she does so much more for us than just score that I'll never, uh, never really evaluate her on that, that aspect of it. But, um, I know I do think, I think there's a natural in, in the ODU game for me, Shane, there was a huge pendulum swing with Peyton. They were not letting her breathe. I mean, we found her once in transition. That was the best look she had, but they weren't letting her breathe. And it's like, okay, like I can deal with that for a couple of games, right? Because now you're, you're going to have more driving lanes for Kiki or Kobe or Susha in the post. Um, and that's okay. But um, I, I'm just really proud of Caroline. I think, I think she's the, you know, we're going to treat everybody like they're graduating senior, right? Kiki and Caroline, but I know, Caroline has no option to come back. And it's so this is the end of the road for her. And I think like a lot of seniors in this um, in this stage of their careers, I think it's like, hey, man, let's let's have some fun and do my thing. And I'm at I'm at the kind of the end of the road with it. And I'm going to be confident and kind of not let anything else get in my way. Type, type of thing. So I was really proud of her. She, she's a huge reason we won a game. And I, I didn't want to take her out of the game. I mean, 41 minutes out of 45 is, is pretty tough for her. And I thought she didn't show any signs of fatigue either. All right, thank you. Thanks, Shane. And then we'll move on to Noah from the DNR. Yeah, I just had just had one question. You know, you kind of touched on it already, but how you know, I guess how proud are you, you know, of your team to go through the rough stretch you guys did earlier in the year now be in this point coming in the last week, you know, you win both games and you yeah, you have the number one seed and you know, you kind of have everything in front of you still, even though you, you know, didn't play as well as you wanted them to during that stretch. Yeah, you know, no, it's a it's a good point and a good question. I think um, everything kind of happens for a reason, right? And maybe maybe we needed that. Maybe we needed some of those reminders um, to not get too you know high, you know. But it's also um, not get too low too, right? And I I think it was it really helped us in, in the sense of it really helped our our team, our leadership from within the team, and not just from our staff or myself. And I think that that's I think that could be the difference maker for us. Um, and again, we got a long way to go in my mind. But for me, um, it really reached into our team as far as they they had some stuff they had to figure out. And I thought they did it and I thought they banded together. And, and we're we're closer now because of that stretch than than we were before. And I think we're tough for now. And I think we're more resilient now. Um, and I think we value it more, too. So. You know, as much as I don't ever want to lose a game, you know, that's I'm, I'm as competitive as I get. Man. I don't ever want to lose a game. But if if you told me we got to lose four out of six to, to make a to make a good, strong championship run, I'd take that every every year. Um, and I do think it really helped us from within, from within, within our team. You kind of talked about leadership coming from the team rather than from the coaching staff. You know, who, who did you kind of see, you know, take that that role and, you know, kind of bring the team together to, you know, make this this last run? Yeah, I think um, I think it's it's a it's a it's a collective effort, right? I think it's um, I mean Caroline has a lot to do with it, um, and Kiki has a lot to do with it. But you know, you can't have you can't have good leadership without good followers, and that's that's all part of the buy-in, right? Is that if I'm Chloe Sterling and I'm not playing, and Caroline wants to say something about team first. And I don't want to listen, right? And I don't want to um, buy into that, or I, I want to have an attitude about it, right? That can be as toxic as as not having a leader try anything. So, 
um, you know, for me, you could say Caroline, you could say Kiki, but to me, it's one through 15. And, you know, everybody has kind of um, bought into that. And again, I think it's better coming from our team, even as a, as a four to six person or one to two person group, whoever's sending the message. To me, it's, it's, it's one through 15 that have really bought into the idea of we're on a mission to do this together. Um, regardless of what the role is, right? And and you know, I, I you know, I've been a part of many teams. A lot of people don't don't love their role where they're at, but you know, at this point in time, you gotta you gotta be great at it because that's where it is. Um, and sure, you can you can continue to try to work hard and, and get a different one. But to me, um, you know, this is what we need to do, and this is what we need you to do. And let's do this together so we can all put a ring on our finger when it's all said and done. But I can't give you one or two, right? Um, I mean, I can give you who, who's talking more, but to me, it's so much deeper than that. Um, and I, I got to give credit to our whole team to, to really buying into that idea. Yeah, and then the last thing I had, you know, you talked about last year and, you know, being in this point last year, really had nothing to play for after, after the last week of the year. You know, how, you know, I guess, how exciting is it for you, you know, as a coach to actually have that tournament you know, in your sights and you to be able to actually play for seating and stuff like that at this point of the year. No, it's awesome. I was thinking about it this morning because I tried to put myself, you know, one year back where it was like, all right, we had a home stand, right? We had Drexel, Delaware coming in and it was like, yeah, <laughs> it'd be great to win them both. Like, but it, it was like, you know, we're not in that large, we're not playing for first place. It's like, you know what? It wasn't, it was, it was, there was no hope in the, in the room. Right. And until we, you know, changed it up and gave him a trophy for Delaware and there became hope in the room. But um, it's so much better. Um, and and wh whatever, you know, right. Whatever happens. Obviously, I want to win one. Um, and we want to win one. But whatever happens, uh, it's so much. It's such a better and more fun mindset um, to, to be with them right here, right now, because we are chasing something. We are in pursuit of something. And that's uh, it's a much better place to be than where we were last year.